0: Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mike. I appreciate you joining me today. I'm here in my office with my Bible open to Colossians chapter 3, where it says, beginning in verse 17, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything, and do it not only when their eyes are on you and to curry their favor, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs. And there is no favoritism. Masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair because you know that you also have a master in heaven. Now we've been talking about recognizing God's authority in the delegated authorities that God has placed in our lives and not just governmental authorities but the authorities God has established in our homes and in our occupations and schools. Then on the flip side we also want to recognize where God has placed us in positions of authority and influence so that we can exercise spiritual authority in a godly and biblical way as to have a kingdom impact on the world in which we live. In this passage, Paul's trying to help people in different spheres understand their role and purpose within that sphere where God has placed them. He speaks to wives, husbands, children, fathers, slaves, and masters. Each of these are titles which represent a position. Each of these positions carries with it a role and responsibility that has a direct effect on someone else. But also notice that the key to understanding how to function in that position is in seeing how every interaction is ultimately between that individual and God. I think that's what Paul is really trying to communicate more than anything here. Even though God has placed someone else in between that person and himself, the interaction is ultimately between them and God and will be both judged and rewarded on that basis. It's like when in Matthew 25, Jesus gives a glimpse into the final judgment and reveals how every person either did or didn't feed the hungry or take in the stranger or care for the sick, or visit those in prison. And Jesus said, when you did these things for others, for the least of these, you did them for me. Or when you didn't do these things, you were neglecting me. Now notice how many times here in Colossians 3 that Paul mentions the Lord. In verse 18, it says, Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Verse 19, children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. Verse 22, Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. Verse 23, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Verse 24, Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. And then finally, in verse 1 of chapter 4, masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair because you know that you also have a master in heaven. Paul couldn't have made it any clearer. Every one of us has a unique position, a unique role, and a unique calling. But they all have the same purpose, to serve the Lord and glorify Him on this earth. So, as one who is under authority, I must ask myself, am I recognizing God's authority in that person and therefore serving with all my heart as I would the Lord? Now, I cannot say that I am submitting to the Lordship of Christ if I am not submitting to the authorities He has placed in my life. It really boils down to that. And I'll say it again because it's so crucial. I cannot say that I am submitting to the Lordship of Christ if I am not submitting to the authorities He has placed in my life. When I do that, as God instructs me to do, I am then positioning myself to experience His transforming power in my life, and I also release a blessing to the one I am submitting to, even if they are not serving the Lord. How does this work? You see this with wives who submit to an ungodly husband. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, Peter instructs wives to do exactly what Paul says in Colossians 3. But Peter adds something interesting. He says, Wives, in the same way, respect and obey your husbands. Then the husbands who do not obey the word of God will want to know God. They will want to know God because their wives live good lives, even though they say nothing about God. They will see that you live holy lives and respect your husbands. Now, this kind of submission is hard because you may be dealing with a spouse who is not following the Lord or an unreasonable boss or a teacher you don't like or agree with or a politician you didn't vote for that's why it's so key to see God's purposes in it. In Romans 12, it says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, it's interesting how immediately following this passage at the end of Romans 12 is the Romans 13 passage about how all authority has been established by God. These choices to serve God by blessing, loving, and submitting to others as is fitting to the Lord when done with faith become prophetic acts, which simply means they're physical acts that have a spiritual impact. There is a conviction that comes upon the wrongdoer. Coals are heaped on their head. Evil is overcome, not by goodness in a generic sense, but by acts of good, of love, of forgiveness, of service, which then have an effect on the spiritual atmosphere. In Colossians 3, we see this command for slaves to obey their masters in everything. Now, often our first reaction to this verse is to chase the squirrel. That is, I make the discussion about the question of whether this means God is condoning slavery. No, he is not. What God is saying is that in whatever situation we are in, even if it is extreme, we are to live as those who are fully submitted to God. That will look different for every person. So we must be aware of who God has placed in authority over our lives and learn to see God's authority in them and in the position which they hold. If I am a student, I am to submit to my teacher as to the Lord. If I am an employee, I am to submit to my manager and employer as to the Lord. I am to submit to the law and those who legislate and enforce those laws. If I am in a position of authority, I must understand God's purposes in that as well, for I am still under God's authority and simply have been given a role to play for which I will also be held accountable, for God shows no favoritism. We'll look more at that side of the equation next time. But today, may we exercise faith so that in whatever we do, May we work at it with all our heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since we know that we will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. In so doing, we will be demonstrating that Jesus is truly our Lord, because through our relationships with those in positions of authority, we acknowledge and honor Christ's authority in all things and become a candidate for the supernatural. Amen.